0: Sometime back in December of last year, whilst rolling through our photograph collection in search of festive related images for our Facebook page, I came across a black and white photograph of what appeared to be a few random items of clothing and a couple of rather small, indefinable objects. The photograph had apparently been taken in 1978 during the renovation of the Butcher's Arms public house in Oving, Buckinghamshire. And upon closer inspection, featured a 19th or possibly early 20th century woman's chemise blouse, which had been splattered in melted candle wax, an extremely well-worn child's leather boot, also circa 19th or early 20th century, a brass button and a leather strap and buckle. According to our records, these items were discovered concealed within a bricked up first floor chimney breast. Our records also reveal that other concealed items were discovered on the same site and these included a rugby ball, a shard of glass A gardening pamphlet and a photograph of a butcher in a slaughterhouse circa 1900. Now my immediate thought was that maybe these items had deliberately been hidden away by a household member from another member of the household or some external party when the property was occupied during the 19th or early 20th century Or could it be that back then these items held huge sentimental value to somebody who was intent on keeping them safe? But then why would the items have been secreted in a chimney breast of all places, which was subsequently bricked up? And as if to compound matters, a short caption on the reverse side of the image suggests that the items may well have been concealed for superstitious reasons. This, of course, provoked my curiosity as to what would have led a householder or perhaps even a builder to conceal items of clothing and other objects by bricking them up in a chimney breast. Somebody had gone to great lengths to ensure that these items were properly concealed. So, as the caption of the image suggests, could there have been some deeper meaning behind these concealments? Upon further investigation, it would seem that the concealment of shoes, clothing and other objects beneath floors, around doors and windows, within chimneys and roofs and above ceilings, was a common phenomenon in England, Europe, America and other parts of the world, including Australia and China. Apparently, the concealment of shoes in particular is a tradition which dates as far back as the early modern period. Although that said, according to records held at Northampton Museum, the oldest concealed shoe recorded in this country was discovered hidden behind Winchester Cathedral choir stalls, which were installed back in 1308. While a concealed shoe which was discovered in China is believed to date back to the late 11th century. From the information I have gathered, it would seem that for centuries, footwear in particular, has played an important role in Western popular magic. Shoes, boots and slippers became a predominant feature both in historical records and indeed popular folklore as a representation of the human form. A single item of footwear was traditionally concealed within the structural fabric of various types of buildings, including workers' cottages, manor houses, palaces, workhouses, schools, shops, prisons, churches, abbeys and so on. And it is believed that the concealed piece of footwear served as a form of protection against various negative influences such as bad luck, witches, demons, elves and other maleficent spirits. In fact one of the earliest references to the shoe as a form of spirit trap dates back to the 14th century and relates to a man by the name of John Sean. Shawn was the rector of St Mary's Church North Marston in Buckinghamshire from 1290 to 1314 and by all accounts was an extremely pious man who performed numerous miracles which included the successful entrapment of the devil in a boot. In addition to warding off witches and evil spirits historically Well worn single items of footwear have also served as good luck charms and over the centuries were often concealed within the structure of shop buildings to attract prosperity or within the walls of the bedrooms of newlyweds in order to promote fertility. As I mentioned earlier, one of the items in the aforementioned photograph was a woman's chemise blouse. Over the decades, there have been a large number of concealed garments found alongside a single piece of well-worn footwear. And these garments were also found to be well-worn with creases, holes, tears, rips and stains. There is a school of thought which maintains that like well-worn concealed footwear, clothing too was often regarded by many as a substitute for the human body it was believed that a heavily worn, soiled, torn or patched garment was more likely to retain the form of its owner's body. Hats, bonnets, socks and undergarments, such as our chemise blouse, were commonly selected for concealment, since the general belief was that in addition to absorbing bodily fluids, textiles and clothing also had the ability to absorb and discharge supernatural power. We now move on to bottles, which bottles to be more precise, and although we don't actually hold any images in our collection, I thought that it would be a good idea to give them a mention anyway, since they also fall under the category of concealed objects, and I'm aware of the discovery of at least one concealed bottle within the county of Buckinghamshire. Historically, these vessels have also been concealed or buried within the fabric of a wide range of buildings and like the aforementioned concealed shoe, witch bottles were also employed as a countermeasure against the chaos and misfortune caused by evil spirits or spells caused by witchcraft. It's believed that the tradition of secreting witch bottles within dwellings, commercial structures and other premises dates back to possibly the middle of the 17th century. These vessels were characteristically round-bellied receptacles which were largely made from ceramic materials or glass and often took the form of jugs, pots or vials. It was customary for the bewitched victim to fill the bottle or vessel with a sample of his or her urine, along with a small number of sharp objects such as pins, nails or thorns. Some perceived victims of witchcraft would include small tufts or strands of their hair and fingernail pairings, and in some cases fragments of textiles and clothing, which sometimes included a heart-shaped piece of felt or leather with pins embedded in it. The bottle would then be securely stoppered or corked and would either be concealed within the fabric of a building or heated until it exploded. It was believed that the concealed or exploded bottles, as long as they remained corked or stoppered, would cause great misfortune for the witch who had cast the spell. And this usually took the form of a condition known as strangury, which causes severe pain and discomfort of the bladder and would eventually result in the slow and painful death of the witch or wizard, thus rendering his or her victim free of bewitchment. The urine hair or fur clippings of supposedly bewitched livestock were also placed in witch bottles in an attempt to counteract illness or injury, perceived to be the result of a witch's spell. Over the past few decades, demolitions and renovations of historic buildings and excavations of heritage sites have revealed a considerable number of concealed witch bottles found particularly beneath floors ...within foundations, in chimneys and around fireplaces. In fact, during a fireplace renovation, which took place at a house in Winslow during the 1970s... ...an empty, uncorked stoneware bottle was discovered concealed beneath the hearth tiles. Around the time of the discovery, it was concluded that the vessel may possibly have contained human urine at some point in time. Well, who knew that a random collection of clothing and other items captured in a 1978 black and white photograph would have such a fascinating backstory? I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for tuning in.